What do you want? To say what you won't. To do what you can't. To remove those in your way. The board members. You killed them. We killed them. We? Remember your little accident in the laboratory? The performance enhancers. Bingo. Me. Your greatest creation. Bringing you what you've always wanted. Power beyond your wildest dreams. And it's only the beginning. There's only one who can stop us. Or imagine if he joined us. Sure you want to know? The story of my life is not for the faint of heart. If somebody told you- Mitch, are you done? If somebody told you I was just- Finish it! Welcome to Is It Really? The podcast that challenges popular opinions about movies. Good. I'm Uncle Brandon. I'm Zach Osborne. And I'm Mitch Thompson. My fist breaking your teeth, that's the accident. I wouldn't want to fight me neither. <laughs> Go to English class, Flash. And tonight we're just swinging through the city and asking, can Spider-Man come out to play? Zach, why don't you give us the synopsis for the Spider-Man trilogy? Spider-Man. Spider-Man. He does whatever a spider can. Spins a web any size. Catches thieves just like flies. Look out! Here comes the Spider-Man. Is he strong? Listen, bud. He's got radioactive blood. Can he swing from a thread? Take a look overhead. Hey there. There goes the Spider-Man. Well, if Spider-Man has anything, he has a lot of movies. What is your favorite <laughs> Spider-Man movie? We dropped it on Facebook. What did they say, Brandon? Jonathan Catella and James R. Eller said Spider-Man 2. We have to shut it down. Please tell me how. Peter Parker. Brilliant, but lazy. Mm. Yes. We love yes. Spider-Man 2, don't we? I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. That Let's just talk about that soundtrack in Spider-Man 2. Maybe the greatest movie soundtrack ever created. Whoa. Jets? Uh, yellow card. Need <laughs> <laughs> so, I keep going? Keep, need keep, I yes, keep going? Keep so, going? Okay. Keep going. <laughs> okay, I'm vibing. Raindrops keep falling on my head. I'm vibing because we're <laughs> we're kind of straying away from like scoring, like typical movie scoring here, and we're like specifically talking about soundtracks. Yeah. Well, I mean, let's say right now that score is incredible. Yeah, Danny Elfman. Yeah. I, I think this might be the best, just not Spider-Man 2, but just Spider-Man in general, the best superhero score we ever got in movies honestly Ooh, it's oh up my. there like og superman spider yeah, john williams spider-man yeah like mm -hmm. really the most memorable superhero scores i can think of y'all continue i'm going to keep looking up the spider-man 2 soundtrack <laughs> perfect perfect well adam knight said into the spider-verse and that is an excellent answer my friend when do i know i'm spider-man you won't 
That's all it is, Miles. A leap of faith. That is an another great answer. soundtrack. Oh yeah. Um, Vindicated by Dashboard Confessional is on the Spider-Man <laughs> 2 soundtrack. There's a Hoobastank song. There's a uh, train song. There's a name I haven't heard in Taking Back Sunday, The Atarist. Really? Yes. I'm telling you, it's a very good soundtrack. You have me Now y'all continue into the Spider-Verse, and I'm going to look up that soundtrack. (laughs) Man, Into the Spider-Verse, that movie is so... We don't deserve it. We don't deserve it. Yeah, I agree with that. It was absolutely an unexpected installment for me. Right. I think it came out of nowhere and I mean, changed the game, at least as far as animated movies go and comic huh. book related animation. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's insane. It's I remember insane. when the trailer dropped for it and it was just miles like falling through the sky upside down towards the ground. And it had that really cool song. What was it? It's a Vince Staple song, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Home. Yes. Oh, so good. The choices made with with <laughs> that movie is it just still blows my mind every time it's, I watch it. Yeah. It's insane how good it is. Um, Sunflower. Everyone might remember that song from this soundtrack. Oh, we're, st- we're still doing that. Oh, good. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Excellent. It's got some I good think this songs. is going to be the end of how, it. Though. How many songs are on that soundtrack? Let's get them all out of the get them all out of There's our like system. 13, well, hey, I what's think. up? What's up? Danger. The big song at the end. Oh, oh, we're switching yeah. back. Oh, I thought we were still yeah. on. Yeah. I thought we were still on Spider Man no, no, too. Yeah, no, 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 yeah. yeah. No, no, okay. no, no. This is this is this is the yes. Spider Verse. We're yes, hopping very, around. Very we're hopping yes. around. Okay, yes. so you were being, mm-hmm. you were related. You were you were on track there. That's my yeah, bad. Yeah, that's yes. right. It wasn't I, an aside. I know what was... I'm doing. I'm a professional <laughs> podcaster at this point. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, Matthew Chamberlain and Thomas Eller said the first Toby Spider Man. That's the way Matthew Chamberlain worded it. But they're referencing obviously the original with Green Goblin and Willem Dafoe, and I mean it's it's a classic. I think you're pretty funny, don't you, freak? Flash, it was just an accident. My fist breaking your teeth, that's the accident. Come on, Flash. Stop. I don't want to fight you, Flash. I wouldn't want to fight me neither. That's my favorite. Yeah. We, we also whole... don't deserve Willem Dafoe as we the Green don't. Goblin. N- none of well, us have done anything to deserve it. I remember hearing that like he campaigned for that role because they were kind of like, I don't know. And he was just like, no, I really want to do it. Some people are born to be the Green Goblin. And by some people, I mean Willem Dafoe. I feel like any time an actor says, no, I really want to do it. I feel like we should just let them do it or not, you know, not us. I'm thinking of like specifically a uh, Heath Ledger campaigning for the Joker. Right. Everyone's like, no, no, uh, no, no, no. Um, amazing. Right. Yeah. I hear you. But also <laughs> bear in mind that Jason Statham has been um, campaigning to play Daredevil. <laughs> so oh, I've never wanted anything so bad until I mean, he said on that. The Daredevil. <laughs> How does no one know that it's <laughs> of the characters that Jason Statham would be suited for? I know some people love Daredevil Blind more than lawyer. I do. Unless that Daredevil is driving a car, I don't want it. <laughs> he can do other stuff. I did love in um, Willem Dafoe has an interview where he was saying, I can usually tell when I'm meeting a fan what they like of mine he's like like i can tell right away when someone's a boondock saints fan i can tell right away when someone's a spider-man fan i can tell when someone's a boondock saints fan too without even talking to him anyway he said it very respectfully but it was willem dafoe's maybe the best part of that movie easily So of 
the scenes in the original trilogy, the, and we're talking specifically the Sam Raimi trilogy, Tobey Maguire, yes. what are some of our favorite moments in these movies? There's so many good ones, and it you know really like gives us the full range. Like there's comedic moments, there's dramatic moments, there's romantic moments. I mean, you know what what are just some of our overall favorite moments? Can I start with something really broad, and then yeah. we can drill down? Yeah. I think the swinging never looked better in the movies mm -hmm. than it did in the Sam Raimi trilogy. Mm. Like, it's majestic, right. it's kinetic. Andrew Garfield's swinging is much more, like, zip-zap-zoppy. Like, it's, like, jerky, right. and it's very grounded. Tom mm -hmm. Holland's looks good, but we've only seen him in the suburbs, so we really don't know. It's kind of right. true. Yeah, so Sam Raimi's, it's like... Up and down New York, like watch me like going on the American flagpole and like mm -hmm. when he's on the ground zipping in between like taxis and stuff. Come mm -hmm. on. Yeah, it's just it's right. incredible. So other than the swinging in Spider-Man 2 on GameCube, the video game, uh, never did we get better Spider-Man swinging, I don't think. Yeah, I, I can't think of another superhero movie that it's interesting because I guess the first one if you boil it down, it's a pretty small movie where it's like a lot of one-on-one -on -one fighting and him stopping like petty thieves. But that movie feels like huge and epic and grand in its scope. Like rewatching it, I was really impressed. I was like, this feels like a major motion picture that a director took great pride in. Yeah, I feel like it really did give the comic book platform a feature film. It really yeah, like yeah. launched us on that trajectory. I feel like for me, the trilogy does also have some great comedic moments. And I think as I rewatched this time around, almost none of them were intended to be funny. And I, mm -hmm. I think like, though, they have become, at least between us, some of our most quoted lines are like in some of these like Spider-Man movies and stuff that we just howl at. I don't know what you're talking tons, about. Yeah. Tons, these movies <laughs> contain tons of things, tons of lines and and a lot of facial expressions, I feel like. Something, and I don't know if it's like... Do we need to just say it? Like, we're tip-tap dancing around <laughs> Willem Dafoe and everything he's mm -hmm. given us. Uh -huh. I feel like you could lay this all at Dafoe's feet. I, I think Tobey Maguire, though, some, yes. of, some of the facial expressions that Tobey Maguire gives make me die with laughter. My favorite line, maybe in the trilogy, it's two words from Toby. Pizza time. <laughs> 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 After stumbling yes. around in a broom closet <laughs> and then just showing up with all the confidence in the world, pizza time. I know a promise to you means nothing, but to me, it's serious. <laughs> yes. You know what else I love? I love that it's kind of a stylistic choice in Spider Man where it's like, this would be absolutely heartbreaking if it wasn't a little funny. Like when he rips the uh, the sticker off of his helmet. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, it's it's really like heartbreaking, but it's kind of funny that the whole thing doesn't come off of there. Yeah. So it, it's kind of and it goes back to that comedy and tragedy are like laced very closely together. And I think these movies, they walk that line so well. So like you can that's why in one moment you can have like a scene where you're howling with laughter. And then the next minute you're you know, you're feeling the feels. Well, yeah. a lot has been said, I feel like, online about the Sam Raimi's trilogy. He incorporates his stylistic choices as like a horror director, right? Like a lot of people yes, will reference, yes. obviously, Doc Ock, Doc Ock. and the <sighs> hospital scene. Like 
obviously it's like an incredible scene terrifying there's a lot of moments mm-hmm. like that you you rewatch like spidey and goblin fighting oh yeah it's gr- it's gruesome in some moments I, and it's I was very scary pretty shocked rewatching yeah. Uh-huh. yeah i mean i pee my pants every time uh the grandma takes off the shawl in the burning building and it's the green goblin uh, yes. That mm-hmm. is legitimately scary. It's a scary yes. moment. His comedic chops, though, too, because you got to remember, like Evil Dead, like the, they're funny mm-hmm. movies as well. They're right, not just right. they're not just horror movies. Really comes across in this trailer. Like love Bruce Campbell, right? Yes, uh, he's I, great. I, he he drills down into the humor, and it's really really funny. What about some of the romance in uh, in this trilogy? Yeah. yeah, it's a weak it's a weak spot for me. Yeah, and I, like unfortunately, I think. Uh, Spider-Man 2 where the romance is never great in the first one it's a little more compelling it's uh, you know what I won't even say it's a little more compelling it's something that she's with Harry like they don't do a good job but at least it's something I don't care about my son the astronaut in Spider-Man 2 <laughs> at all he's literally just a device to stand in the way i could not care less about my son the astronaut see i disagree i feel like in the first one mary jane is really it's hard to like identify with her as a person she feels very wishy-washy it's like sure, i'm sure. going from spidey to harry to peter and back again yeah, yeah. and i'm just like who do you want like it's just it's very confusing to me yeah. where in two mm-hmm. it seems apparent that the astronaut's there to like get over the pain of Peter not being there, Mm -hmm. which isn't a great moment for feminism, but at least (laughs) it is a character choice. I understand. Sure. I just wish I knew anything about that character. Other than that, he's my son, the astronaut. Hey, He's an astronaut. All right. And he's not a good, (laughs) as good a kisser as Spider-Man. Apparently he's the first man to play football on the moon. (laughs) (laughs) How about how great is James Franco? Oh, no. James Franco's. James great. Franco's really good in this. I feel like he doesn't get to shine sometimes as a I mean, mm-hmm. he's he's a good dramatic actor, but yeah, like when he's like, Hey brother, how about that? And he's like slapping mm-hmm. Peter around, I'm like, Yeah, this is yeah. good. You're good here. <laughs> well, I would say just like even the even the smaller moments where uh where they show up where Peter shows up at his aunt's house for his like surprise birthday party and uh Peter goes, Where have you been, pal? You don't return my calls. And he goes, like, I've been busy. He goes, taking pictures of your friend, how's the bug these days? Just that quick delivery, his smile, it's just such like a like a full moment. There's like some pain behind the eyes. It's, it's see, good. I think of that scene, James Franco does good with a bad, like it's poorly directed. Yes. It's, it's a really yes. quick tonal shift from like, uh, she's waiting on you, pal. And then it's like, right. Take a picture of your friend, Spider-Man. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. Well, Cause he does it. He does it twice. He does. He does. Yeah. He does, he the does first, it more that, than and once. The second time yeah. it doesn't work. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. The like, second we, time we already said this, it really feels ham handed. Like, all right. Yeah. Clearly, you're upset. Let's talk about right. something else. <laughs> you know, I, I feel like he should have been like, this is why I don't return your calls. <laughs> right. Where, whereas in the same vein, there is a speaking of the relationship, there's a line in Spider-Man 2 that I always love a good line of movie dialogue that you can kind of bring into your real life. And for me, I think it was very important as a young middle schooler to hear the line of dialogue from uh, Peter when he says to Harry, there are bigger things happening yes. than me and you right now. Yeah. yeah. I was like, that it's is good. Be. That is a good line of dialogue. It's a good message for people. Like sometimes like there are bigger things. Plus than, he's not, you know, he's that. not denying the fact that 
Yeah. Right. You have every right, right to be mad at me. I absolutely yeah. did that. He wasn't denying anything. Um, he's just yeah. saying we yeah. we've we've got to we've got to move past it for you know at least the right. the near future. An hour. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. I have to save New York. I'll be back in like right. ninety minutes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> also, any of the scenes that take place at the bugle, I feel like are um, yes. especially funny. I mean, yes. Jake Jonah Jameson is my spirit animal. I, I really have. I really feel a connection. I can see that. I, I really feel that. a you know connection. What I love? You know what I love, Brandon? I always am saying like, Brandon used to say mean things like this to me. And you go, never. I would never. And now, J. Jonah Jameson yeah, is I mean, my spirit animal. If I'm being, if I'm being honest. Jay Jonah, I was Peter. Yeah. Jay Jonah Jameson is Brandon untethered. I mean, he really is. I've, <laughs> I've worked pretty hard to iron out some of the rougher areas of my personality, but there are times when I just want to go full Jonah on someone. And I mean, on me, uh, Zach, you're, you're always bringing up stuff that, de- that never happened. It just didn't Zach, happen. Zach, you're being a real I, hairy right now. I, <laughs> I, your I first remember one time. I remember one time telling Brandon I didn't like the Garfield ones as much, and he just went, "You are an idiot." I did not <laughs> say that. The there's, there's no, there's no way. This is why I don't talk to you. Uh, also, I mean, Betty Brandt, played by yes, um, Elizabeth Banks, yes. uh, yeah. Robbie Robertson, there, who who is the I, only Spider-Man apologist in the whole building. I mean, and, yes. and like the the mm-hmm. the knowing glances he shares with Peter, I feel like I mean right. they make he me knows. chuckle. They're they're yeah. Here's here's the thing about Elizabeth Banks's portrayal of uh, Betty. There is nothing for her to do in the movie. It's yeah, sad. so she, underutilized. It's sad. She's so but good. She yeah. is so good. She is. Uh-huh. Yeah. Jay Jonah mm-hmm. talking about the difference between uh, slander and libel. Really? So. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. Me too. I learn a lot from movies, and me too. Jay Jonah was teaching me tons. So thank you. Yeah. Here's another thing that I and and people don't talk about this, and it it's really interesting to me. Jonah is also like not a horrible person. There's the scene where where the goblin flies in and he's like, Jameson, you slime. Who is the photographer who takes the pictures of Spider-Man? And And he covers the stuff comes into the mail. mail. Yeah. Yeah, And I was like, (laughs) I feel like the way he's been so far, he would be like, his name's Peter Parker. It's like, (laughs) no, he has like a shred of integrity. Yeah. That's a good scene. He just doesn't like Spider-Man, I don't think. Yeah. 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 (laughs) I never said you had a job. Oh, you know what else? This movie taught me the meaning of infamous which yes ladies and gentlemen uh-huh. of the world infamous is not a synonym for famous and we need to like oh, we need boy. to rectify this immediately that's oh, one of my grammar things that makes me mad when people are like that movie the godfather is infamous it's so good i'm like yeah, nope no it's not wrong, what you meant wrong uh-huh. that's not what you, you meant watch spider-man again Biggest yeah. swing and a miss there I also thought because of these movies that the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade was actually the Macy's Macy Gray. The Macy Gray (laughs) Parade. (laughs) I was like, oh, wow. I can't wait for the Macy Gray Parade this year. My gosh. When I saw Macy Gray, I was like, what year was this movie? What year did this movie come out? What year did I I try come out? Probably sometime around there. Oh, I goodness. had the Spider-Man soundtrack when I was a kid, and I remember I was like, why is this song on here? Oh, it's in the movie. Okay. It's funny because I remember thinking the soundtrack was cool when it came out, which speaks to like this 2000s period of like, oh, yeah. Like, I'm yeah. so hot. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I was, just want to be big rock stars. That yeah, was like it was fantastic. That 
Spider-Man has been called the James Bond of superhero movies. Well, whether it has or hasn't, we're calling it the James Bond of superhero movies. Never well, lots of different adaptations, lots of actors involved over the years, and it would be impossible to talk about Spider-Man without discussing some of these other installments. And I didn't. Re- I want to take this like next little chunk and just, you know, whatever you guys want to talk about. There's so much. Anything that stands out to you, I'll get the ball rolling and say. Into the Spider-Verse is like maybe the, and I, and I referenced it a little bit before, but it was, it's like maybe the single greatest computer graphic illustrated movie that I've ever seen in my life. I mean, it takes mm-hmm. the animation, blends it with a comic book like style that's never been done before. It's never been done before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, it was perfection, perfection, mm-hmm. the colors. I could sit here and just wax poetic on this forever, but I mean, it is it is a work of art. There's no other way to put it. Mm-hmm. So many other great things about this movie. The artwork is like one small part, I feel like. So I mm-hmm. grew up on the Spider-Man cartoon in the 90s. 90s that was yeah. on TV a yes. lot. And it was very weird, right? It was uh-huh. like, you got like Spider-Man's turning into a giant spider. You got Madam Web. You got like the Hunter. So a lot of, a lot of like the B-list and C-list people. One of the things I appreciate about Into the Spider-Verse is it's like, do you like the weirder stuff in Spider-Man lore? Like, this is a little bit more that speed, right? Yeah. Like, we're we're getting, like, you know, Peter Porker and stuff like right. that. And, and, you know, we're we're getting to be weird with it, which is, that's my ish. That's my jam. Yeah. Because with Toby, I mean, you like, there's literally an American flag in it. Like, this is for everyone. This is for a nation that needs a hero. Right. Um, thank you, Nickelback. And um, they say that a hero could save us. Right. <laughs> Where Into the Spider versus John Mulaney as a pig. So good. <laughs> and Jake Johnson as Spider Man. That's what we need. By Jake the way. Johnson as Peter B. Parker. Maybe Incredible. I mean one of my favorite things in just in life. And he yes. he like someone like me really connects with a Jake Johnson Spider Man. I don't know. Yes. Like there's something special about it. There's something special and mm-hmm. his arc over the course of the movie is probably what like my favorite thing. I don't know. I mean, I know right. there's a lot going mm-hmm. on and I don't wanna, you know, uh, diminish anything it's else. Great. But it's so good. It is so it good. Is. It is. I love you gotta it. go home, man. Oh yeah. my gosh! Ugh. I mean, and I will say, I had the opposite reaction to the trailer than than both of you seem to. Like, well, I remember when I saw the trailer, I you know I was impressed by the animation, but I was like, please make it stop. I stop with the Spider Man, yeah. and then I saw Lord and Miller, and I was like, okay, I'm in. Right. <laughs> and I think that's maybe what I'm referencing when I say it was unexpected. Like we it, were it, that movie should not work. It, Came yeah. at a time when we were at a critical mass with Spider-Man, right? Mm-hmm. Like we had the mm-hmm. failed Andrew Garfield duo. And then we, of course, got the the Marvel iterations with Tom Holland. And that was like mm-hmm. we were in full like Avengers mode when Spider-Verse mm-hmm. came out. And like, yeah, I saw it. I'm like, this has to be a joke. We can't have <laughs> any more Spider-Man. Like. We're mm-hmm. maxed out. The game, which is insanely good, <laughs> yes. had just come out in like the same, you know, era 
And I, I really like, want to stand by this. The game <laughs> I love movie the game. is better than almost every Spider-Man movie that exists. Oh. I'm not like you got Spider-Man one, Spider-Man two into the Spider-Verse and the movie game. Honestly, top four, honestly. I mean, yeah, I, I don't, I don't want to like take this away from Zach too much because I know games are, <laughs> yeah, this, yes, but Mitch, yeah. I mean, you and I, Mitch could, we could talk about the game for hours and hours. It's like the amount that the game movie is better than the Andrew Garfield movies. It's insane. <laughs> like, it's can, we, can we so talk about the better. Andrew Garfield movies? Yes, I want to talk about the Andrew Garfield yes. movies because those, yes. the Andrew Garfield movies feel like they're trying to play catch up with the Marvel Cinematic Universe almost because that year you had the Avengers come out and I feel like there was oh we gotta we gotta get Spider-Man going and then I remember before I went before Amazing Spider-Man 2 even came out I remember reading the events are gonna set up what happens in Amazing Spider-Man 4 I was like I'm sorry 4? We're thinking about 4? And then they're like and we're gonna do a Sinister 6 movie I was like I still don't know this Peter Parker like after seeing the movie like Sony was doing something where they needed they needed to produce something, create yeah, something, right. or they were going to yes. lose Spider-Man. That's what was happening, right? Rights. Yeah. So, right. So, th- so they rushed it. I mean, I do want to give the amazing Spider-Man some credit because yeah. good stuff. I feel like there's good stuff to me. It has the best on-screen romance. I like, I know that's like yeah, que- sure. it's questionable that. territory and it's kind of a bold statement, but Emma Stone's Gwen Stacy and Andrew, like Great. it's the best chemistry it's definitely some of my favorite like superhero love interest stuff. If the whole movie was the uh, cold play scene in the hallway, yes. in the school hallway, yes, if that yes, was the whole yes. movie, it would be one of my favorite movies. I mean, yes. that's, that stuff's great. It's so good. Mm-hmm. I feel like what they should have done with the Andrew Garfield movies is what they kind of did with the Tom Holland ones. And that like, we don't need to see the origin story again, but with Garfield, that would have been like, he's not in high school. He's like, been working at the Daily Planet now. Something. Like, make him an adult. Make yeah. him an adult. Like, yeah. that would have been more interesting to me than like, because when he's in high school and everyone's like, look at that, look at that dork over there. I'm like, no, no. Well, I mean, yeah, uh-uh. when they cast him, the right. model, yeah, come on. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I don't know who's making fun of him. Like, no. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's that's one of the things with Spider Man is he's like, he's such a detailed, complex character. Yeah. I mean, he's got to be just enough, like, kid just enough nerd he's a lover boy like he he's had the most love interests we've you know we get his romantic backstory the most you know just he's so multifaceted that i feel like each of the installations kind of concentrate on one thing and it's it's really hard to nail them all you know like we get a little bit of this and a little bit of that i do like that tom holland's like story skipped over the ben parker stuff i don't think i could have seen that one more time I don't think so I could. It was it was too much. I, I'm not saying I disagree with you, but I'd be curious to hear what you guys think about this. I feel like the Tom Holland Spider-Mans, to some extent, it feels like they are a little bit. They're kind of counting on the fact that you've seen sure. the Tobey Maguire sure. trilogy. I right am or I'm am, I might be the only one who thinks that. I don't think but it's I feel that a little bit like the Tobey Maguire specifically. I think it's that you're aware of who Spider Man is. Yeah, sure. you need to know his story. Sure, sure. I think, but I I yeah. feel like for a lot of people, I like you know Spider Man 
for a lot of people, their reference is the Toby trilogy. Of our generation, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But there's and millions upon millions of people who are younger than us who are like discovering those movies now, which is crazy sure, to think sure. about. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's funny that you say like you wanted Toby to be like older because that's what the game movie Andrew. is. Andrew, yeah. I'm yeah. sorry, yeah. You wanted Andrew to be yeah, older. Yeah. That's what the game movie is. It's mm, like he's right. Spider-Man already. He's a scientist. He's already like in it. You know, and that's right. really enjoyable. If there was one video game that you should definitely play, Zach, it's this. This is yeah. it. Mm. I want to not disagree and not push back, but I want to say when you we were talking about the Sam Raimi swinging, I would say the only parallel is with the What's Up Danger scene from oh Spider-Verse. Gosh. Oh, yes. 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 Uh, Incredible. Yes. Incredible. Incredible. Yes. yes. The, mm-hmm. That is the only thing that comes. I mean, I'm thinking like. But it's that's not on par. the swinging. It's different. That, that it's a character moment. It's an incredible yes. character. Yes. Beat. Yes. Yes. And like mm-hmm. of of the scenes, you know, as as like the artwork goes and everything, if you yes. have like your crack team of designers, you know, because mm-hmm. I know that like a designer would work on like a 30 second or like a one minute section, you know, then that's like all they can, months. that's all they yeah. could do with their time. That's just all they had time for. Yeah. If it's me, I'm putting my very best guy on the what's up danger scene. Like the, that, yes. that part. And just the, like the fall off the building. Yes. Good night. It's so good. I want to watch it right now. Yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> now. Now I will say, I will say going back, we, we kind of touched on the Tom Holland. Yeah movies a little bit i feel like and i i like homecoming and i really like far from home i do feel like he deserves better yeah and i I feel like i want a spider-man movie with him and i'm a little i remember like now there's that whole thing about like dr strange there's a multiverse they're gonna bring in andrew and toby and i love toby but i was like can we give the kid like one movie where like he's the star it's interesting because it feels like it's responding to into the spider-verse to me in a way it's like oh it works so we can do that uh and it's not that i don't want them to do that i do but i agree we don't know who tom is as a spider-man yeah you know he's because which is strange because We've had a, lo- a lot of him now at this point. Like he's been in a hand seen him five times. He's been yeah. in a smattering of the Avenger things. And then he's had two of his own movies. So like to hear you say that, yeah. I think it's a little like, but when you stop and think about it, you're right. You are absolutely right. right. He's had some right. great moments like him yes. lifting the load in uh, the first one in homecoming. Mm-hmm. Like when he doesn't have the suit and he's really afraid, like he's actually in danger. That's very emotional mm-hmm. for me, yeah. but you know, it's too few and far in between. We haven't had enough of it. Yes. And and the thing I, I will say, and I think this does come down to Tom Holland's performance. I feel like it would almost be easy to kind of throw him in the Andrew Garfield category of just like he's too handsome in a way. But I feel like he's like plays Peter as kind of like so like not awkward, but like a little he's kind of doing his own tender. thing in his own world. Yeah, he's tender. He's the so only one like, that felt it. like a yeah. high schooler, though, to me. You know, I, like I agree with that. And all yeah. of them have like we're supposed to be in high school. So like as no, like, Toby Maguire is a 40 year old man. He's running after so the- old. <laughs> he's so fast. I mean, Flash Thompson is like a grown man with a, a full set of whiskers. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's just it's a college campus for heaven's sakes. These mm-hmm. these kids are yeah. really yes. old. Yes. The cast of Dawson's Creek. Yeah, I don't know. It's just <laughs> yes, that's, no, that's a perfect example. Yes. Yeah. I. I will say, I think what I'm impressed with, and, you know, there's the kind of historic Marvel has bad villains. I think the villains in Tom Holland's Spider-Man 
are great. great. I think Michael Keaton as the Vulture yeah. is great. I think Jake Gyllenhaal's Mysterio is great. Very good. So yeah. that's I think that's an area where those kind of soar above the other Marvel movies. Yeah, I would agree. Well, if it hasn't been said, we'll say it. Spider-Man is also the Godfather trilogy of superhero <laughs> movies. Is that true? Fact check me. And if so, how did this trilogy change the game for superhero movies? To quote honest trailers, it's the Godfather trilogy in that the first two are great <laughs> and the third one is oh, it's hot garbage. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But well, I that's mean, a I little think, simplistic. You know, it is, but of Godfather. No, 3. no, no. We, <laughs> right. But yeah. here's what I do I genuinely believe this. When after seeing Spider Man, I would watch other superhero movies and I'd be like, Great, you're doing what Spider-Man did. Like, great, you're doing you're doing what Spider-Man did. Like, I remember when I saw Iron Man, I was just like, yeah, I see where you're. There's some echoes of the Raimi Spider-Man. Like, I've seen that in other ones. And again, I'm not saying like y'all are ripping them off. I think that the first one, like the fact that it can do an origin story, do a Green Goblin movie, and feel like such a full course of a movie i think that that's something to be respected and a lot of filmmakers have kind of looked at that and been like oh okay so we can apply this to our movie and then i think with spider-man 2 there was a level of maybe we can have a movie where like our superheroes like sit down and have coffee and like talk about their problems i think that that kind of it opened the door for like hey you're superhero movie can also feel like an indie movie a little bit spider-man 2 to me opened up an interesting genre of superhero movies where it's like it's a movie first and then it deals with superhero stuff second right like right i like the dark knight trilogy interesting. right like you know things like that even like movies that are bad like ang lee's hulk like they're like it's trying to do something different than what the more modern Marvel movies are, which is like, we are giving fans of this content something for them. I'd like to just take a second and contrast Spider-Man with something like the 2000 X-Men that came out and they came out relatively similar times. And I feel like one thing that Spider-Man did that X-Men did not was it it just really went all out on the comic book nature of, of these films and like kind of how that would look. I think when X-Men came out, they were like afraid to go full comic book. And, you Absolutely. know, and they traded their, you know, the X-Men traded their bright colored spandex for black leather. You know, it was grittier. It was darker. Like there were just like a lot of things where they pulled their punches. A lot of times they pulled their punches and I feel like Spider-Man went for it. They're like, nope, we're going to, you know, everything's going to be the bright colors, the the real crazy costumes. I think the villains were more realized, more fleshed out than in X-Men. Um, I just think they it just really took that to the next level and launched what we know as superhero movies today. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I I, I, I agree. And, and I want to go back to the Godfather um, comparison Yeah, in that I think 
and and kind of Mitch was joking a little bit before we started, where he's like, "It's like the Star Wars trilogy of this or or whatever." It's the Lord and of I the think, Rings, right? And I think <laughs> what's different is that, like, with Star Wars, you have like the first movie, and then you have Empire Strikes Back, which is like it's it's bigger, it's got more action and stuff like that. And I feel like a lot of you know m- movies in a trilogy you have the first movie, then the second one, there's more action, there's more cool stuff, it's bigger, it's better, and Godfather doesn't do that you have the first movie with like all the crazy plot stuff and then the second one is almost like it's a very psychological character deep dive yeah uh right and i feel that way with spider-man you have the first one where you have the bombastic over the top green goblin and you have all the cool fighting and the this and the that and then you know spider-man 2 we're actually going to take it down a little bit and we're going to get into the character a little bit more and then you know the third one godfather 3 the studio gets in there and it's just like hey you should make another movie and here's some good ideas same thing with spider-man 3 if you hear about it they're like we want venom sam raimi said i don't want venom and they're like but we do so we're we're having venom every time i'm out they pull me back in. Back in. <laughs> Here's one thing that, and we can kind of like wrap up with this, but I feel like with Spider-Man, there is a roadmap and mm-hmm. everyone feels like they need to start at point A, you know, and I feel like the end of the uh, end of the road you know you 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 encounter Venom along the way and like I have been waiting forever for a venom spider-man team up to take on carnage we've never seen it you know it doesn't exist and you know we, we know well, it's in the video the, game on nintendo the story exists, the story yes, exists yes okay yes, yes right. correct it does not yes. exist in like a modern movie and i feel like either the the franchise gets you know mothballed before we have a chance to get you know too far ahead i like the idea of pacing yourself let's not throw all the good villains out first I yeah. love I love that idea. Let's play, you know, let's play some long ball here. But at some point, I would like to see a really good Venom with Spider-Man. I mean, say whatever you want about the Tom Hardy thing. Not awesome. Um, I, I would like this to happen. This formula, this story mm-hmm. to take place. I don't know. I feel like Marvel and Disney, they're uniquely <laughs> suited to take on something like this. Yeah. Sure. I don't know. Like, what are your guys' thoughts? Do you ever feel like we're just, we'd never quite make it to the finish line with Spider-Man? We get a lot of like, yes, you know, uh, first lap, second lap. We don't ever finish uh-huh. the Whereas, race. The only exception, as much as I love Spider-Verse, if you call it right there. Oh, yeah. I would, I'd be content. I'm really excited that they're doing a sequel and I'm, I'm, I'm happy about it. But after that first one, I was just like, if this was it. I would feel yeah. completely satisfied. Well, I yeah. think that's what Brandon's saying, though. It's like, yeah. it can start out really strong, but as it goes, it's just hard to maintain, you know? Yeah, well, because I remember, and Mitch, I don't know if this was your experience, but I remember after the first one came out, going back to my third grade classroom on Monday morning, and all the kids like, Harry's going to be the Hobgoblin in the next one! And I feel like, you know, with all these, with all with every superhero movie, there's a big sense of what's going to happen next. What's going to happen next. Sure. And there's yeah. a sense of like, like you were saying, Brandon, I want to see carnage and I want to see venom and I want to see this. And I feel like what really makes the first two Spider-Man movies work is that 
they are Sam Raimi's dream. They are his vision. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I think that that's why they really land. And then you see when they're like, but people want Venom. I think, you know, to some extent, people don't always know what they want. And if you have a filmmaker at the helm who's, you know, providing good, you know, material that is beloved, you know, I feel like it's not always great to jump in there and go like, but, you know, I know that you've been doing this on your own for so long, but here's what I would like to, to see. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I and I do. I do hear what you're saying. Like, I would also love to see one time I dreamed up a Venom Netflix series and season three was going to be Venom and Spider-Man vs. Carnage. Mm. I want to see it, too. Yeah. But at the same time, I think if you have someone who is, you know, producing good things, even with superheroes, it's not always great to jump in there and go like, do, do this thing, though. There's a million reasons we're never going to get Carnage and it bums me out like Carnage. It's just so dark. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Like it's it's gonna be really challenging. Like it's never gonna be a movie. Could it be a TV show? Maybe. But the yeah. rights just keep bouncing back and forth for Spidey. Yeah. We're not gonna it's not gonna happen, which just bums me out. It honestly, it makes me appreciate the Marvel movies, what they're able to do a little bit, because like they build up to vision. Like they're able to like get enough moving pieces put together that they can build things. Yeah. Uh mm-hmm. in a way that like some of these movies like Spider-Man were just never able to build, you know, right. something. That's, and I feel that's like this is the lasting. only time we have seen a story kind of cross that finish line. That is the, is the Avenger mm-hmm. series, you know? Yeah. I, I, I think, I think we've had a lot of great starts. I think a lot of things right. kind of fizzle out and, you know, Avengers was able to cross that finish line. I actually really love what Sony has going, you know, for, for a sure, while I was sure. thinking, goodness gracious give it to marvel and call it a day you know like sell it make a ton of money on it get it back over there though so they can do it but i got thinking about like how the playstation game is amazing into the spider verse is amazing and they they have this like they can use all the stuff from the movies and the game and the upside down kiss they own all that they can reuse you know they can use it and we can see it and all this all this different stuff I think they have a good little network going, a good little Spider-Man network going. They could actually do this great. They could do it really well. This this is like one of the few stories that has some mileage to it. Like you could actually get some mileage out of Spider-Man. You know what I'm saying? Like we saw DC try to do the Justice League thing. Meh. Spider-Man has like you could you could take Spider-Man and go and run with him. Yeah. You know, this is this is he's got tons of villains. This is a mm-hmm. this is something that could be as big I would love a good as Avengers. Sinister Six movie. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that was a great idea. This could be as big as Avengers for sure. Brandon, follow me on this for a second. Okay. See what you think about yeah. about this. So to further listening audience, like if I'm I had to think about this in preparation for the episode. All three of you. If I'm being if I'm being completely honest, <laughs> I cannot speak about the original Spider-Man movie without being nostalgic. Yeah. I've tried. I cannot like and I'm being dead honest. I cannot like what I, the first one came out. I was third grade, huge Spider-Man fan, was so excited the night before. Couldn't sleep like it was one of the first DVDs I bought with my own like allowance money. And like I would come home from school every day and watch the first Spider-Man movie. So it's really hard for me to be objective when I talk about it. And I and I realize that. What uh, going back to the Godfather trilogy, I think you take the Godfather movies 
and there are movies about like family that feel quiet and that feel personal. And then you take a movie like Goodfellas, which, you know, is like the 10th, the 10th most amount of like F-bombs in a movie. And we've got De Niro and we've got Pesci and we've got all these actors and it's three hours long and there's violence and gunshots and bloodshed and all of this. And it's cool. I'm not taking anything away from from Goodfellas. But what do I prefer? I prefer, you know, some of the the more reserved quiet subtle moments in the godfather and those tend to be the movies that i like more i'm not i'm just saying i think that's a style thing and i do feel that way with with spider-man you know like when i watch something like the tom holland ones it is more like there's more going there's a lot more going on and it maybe has a little bit more going for it even but i would rather watch peter parker deliver pizzas and leave without getting paid than i would tom holland uh, with Edith and he almost kills a kid on the bus backs. And I'm not saying that that's bad, but I think with Spider-Man, it's going to come down to what do you, what do you prefer yeah. as a, as a movie watcher? And there I is mean, something for everybody, which I think is awesome. Do you like friendly neighborhood Spider-Man or do you like MCU Spider-Man? They're completely right. different. They're absolutely different. Yeah. I think far from home and homecoming, we're getting MCU Spider-Man. That, this feels reductive. You get plenty of friendly neighborhood Spider-Man in the MCU. I think you get plenty of big of a blockbuster Spider-Man in the original trilogy. You do. Absolutely, it's, it's, you do. It's you get all of it in both. I think it's going to come down to a style thing, though. Yeah, I but I, I agree. There's a difference in style. I so, think. Yeah. Well, I wasn't trying to be reductive. <laughs> no, not you. No, I mean, <laughs> I get what you're saying. It just, I think I'm talking tonally. If that makes yeah, more I sense, agree. yeah. Totally, yeah. they feel like one feels very much like it, it like it belongs in the MCU, and the others right, feel right. very much like they're a part of like the the '90s animated series, and you know, like just a yeah. a different story trajectory. I don't know. That's all. I wasn't trying to take no, anything away from any of them. No, no, no. Right. I, I agree with you. I feel like the original trilogy feels like it belongs to itself, yeah. and the Tom Holland <laughs> movies belong to Mr. Tony Stark. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode. I know it was a little on the long side, but this is a topic and a character that is clearly near and dear to our hearts. And we have been talking about doing this episode since the very beginning. Anyways, I hope you enjoyed it. If anything in particular stuck out during this episode that you would like to chat with us about, please don't hesitate to get in contact with us. We always enjoy a good movie-related conversation. We can be found at Real Boys Podcasts on Facebook and Instagram. We have also been trying to run some of our episode questions past you guys to see what you have to say. All of that, plus a deeper dive into our episode topics, happens in our private Facebook group, The Real Lounge. If that sounds like something you'd like to be a part of, ask us about it. We'd love to have you. And don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, coming up next, we have our annual episode on the Star Wars franchise. This time, we will be discussing the newest of the trilogies, episodes 7, 8, and 9. Lots to talk about, plenty of controversy and differing opinions. Should be a good one. We'll see you then. We'll see you then.